It's time for the Dark Matter After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking, isn't that a paradox? Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello and welcome to the Dark Matter After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you haven't already, go to youtube.com slash AfterBuzz TV. Hit subscribe. We're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can subscribe there as well. I'm Yael Teagle. We're talking Dark Matter Season 3, Episode 9. Isn't that a paradox? Isn't it? Um, but <laughs> I have my lovely co-hosts. You're both lovely. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel real lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Mena. Hey, I'm Andrew Mena. This is the sound of my voice. And if you want to follow me on the Twitters or the Instagrams, check me out at Andrew Mena on Twitter and at the Andrew Mena on Instagram. And Tari J. Miller. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. Who you can find me at Tari J. That's T-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I really yeah. hope and that I'm- you do that. Like '90s announcer voice the entire show. Yeah, yeah. I'm welcome also back in the to the tubular <laughs> chat. You can hit me up, say hello. We're playing all the oldies from the 19th century. Boo boo. <laughs> the 19th century. That's great. Um, let's talk about this episode. Woo. So we we ended last week with the blink drive, the pulse thing. <laughs> Blinking. Yes. yes. <laughs> Excellently put. Thank as you. As it does. Um, and the recall worked. We're sent 600 years into the past, into the early 21st century. Yes. Um, oh, right. 19th or 21st century. Great Good job. Got it. I, that's why I laughed. I'm at you. caught up now. Okay. <laughs> um, so we're in the early 21st century. Uh, they don't give us an exact year. Which I kind of want to be like, I need to know. Yeah. Like, there are things that have changed. And the season finale of that show, and I was like, but give us a real show. That'd be more fun. Yeah. Um, Do spoilers. Uh, okay. <laughs> so they come to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Here's my biggest question. They talk about okay. kilometers in Wisconsin? No, that's not my question. <laughs> Go my, on. Fair. My question is it's a Canadian show. Yeah. They're in Toronto. Yes. Why, why can't Wisconsin? they just be in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, I also thought that. Like, why can't they just be in Toronto? And also, like, I don't know Wisconsin, but this doesn't feel like Wisconsin to me. I don't know. That's true. There were no Wisconsin accents. No, there's no no mention of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you, I, <laughs> I have problems. Um, <laughs> uh, I what? Mean, that's not everyone's impression of Wisconsin? <laughs> I think they wanted it to be kind of in, a, in the middle of nowhere as opposed to Toronto. Toronto yeah, that's fair. Which is, it's a metropolitan area. No, I get sure. that. But, like, right. there are small towns outside. Yeah. Canada's but, huge from right. what I've seen on a map. Yes. <laughs> Um, but also, it could also be a, just a, like a little jab at America in that they're like, well, if we were in Canada, we'd be so much more advanced, but we got to go to America where they're real backwards. Where they're real dumb. Oh, well, so backwards. The... I also feel like the, the trope of the kid, like, which I really enjoy the subplot of the kids mm-hmm. uh, being like, we're, we're going to find out. We're going to sleuth it all out. Like, mm-hmm. that's an American thing. That's like a st- super Scooby Doo, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> trope i feel like and maybe not so much anymore but like i feel like it's a very specific kind of thing that happens so i believe i don't remember where i read it but uh probably on his blog uh mr belosi said that this episode was a a um back to the future meets stranger things and as someone who's never met or never watched <laughs> stranger, never things, met the stranger never things never met the stranger things um i felt stranger things i'm watching it going 
I have a feeling that if I watch Stranger Things, some of this would be more relevant <laughs> to me because I, I I saw what they were going for, right? Even without ever seeing that show because it looks scary. <laughs> well, I mean, even without the context of of. Uh, Stranger Things, it's also a Super 8 feel as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. A 90s Super 8 feel. I was gonna say, they also, ha- scary. Haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, Not as scary really... as you think. Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I really agree with you guys. I think they really capture that kind of sense of like, oh, the kids are going like, to figure it all out. And the kids are the only ones who can like really do it. And like, kids are the only ones with their head on a swivel enough to realize, oh, those are aliens. And not just like weird people like their parents, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I liked it. Speaking of our aliens... So we have our different archetypes. Um, we have the soccer mom, the goth chick, the salary man, salary man, the yes. slob, and the upwardly mobile suburban professional who is <laughs> indispensable. Um, mm-hmm. So first of all, I want to talk about the goth chick because this this needs to be addressed. Okay, go on. Um, so that was a very specific type of goth chick. Yes. Tari, take um, it away. <laughs> so that type of goth chick was was not an American style goth person, which is more of a Wednesday Adam kind of style. Uh, I think I personally, I don't know. Nope. Uh, but, but more but so, more so. But oh, not. Wait, wait, wait. Stop trying to direct yep. me. You don't know anything about me. Uh, <laughs> but um, it was very much. I do the, know a little bit uh, about goth? But okay. <laughs> Are you a goth? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, she's a goth. She's a big old she goth. Knows in, all the goth hiding. I just, I just spent some time. There were times I spent many a time. <laughs> yeah, we all had a dark time. We get it. Hey, hey, angsty spent teens. A few, I was an We've angsty teen and, and college student. And anyway, um, nice. but those uh, photos. Exist. It was <laughs> go on. Uh, it was very much the uh, Japanese style of goth slash Lolita uh, mm-hmm. style, which I actually really appreciated. I did too. I'm a big fan of the Lolita goth style and the Lolita not goth style, but just the Lolita style. Yeah. Um, also, the book and movie. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I just I feel like the android who assigned them their roles would know the like, especially because her her archetype was the upwardly mobile suburban professional yeah which is very specific and the other one she was like i'm not gonna bother explaining to you <laughs> um i, I mean, so she didn't really give him context you're right hey they could have googled it there's or bing <laughs> i'm sure that's what they're using 600 <laughs> years from now they just bing it yeah it seems like they I ask the like android wisconsin. when they have questions yeah. <laughs> wisconsin uses bing <laughs> um, I mean, I think the one that stood out to me the most um, was Salary, was salary man. man. Yeah. Because that is hyper Japanese. Um, we don't <laughs> typically use that here in the States. Um, so I would love it. I, I just want to know where Android got her information because it all seemed like almost right, but then just like left of correct. I feel like she put them all into like an algorithm or something where it was like really minute things like he was a cop. He will be a professional. She has green hair. Goth. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, perfect. This will be perfect. I am I, I am devoid of emotions. Uh, I will be uploading mobile. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, she's like, perfect. This is all working out exactly how I planned. I, I would love to see that algorithm. I want to know what we would be. <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, <laughs> We'd all just be, be, afraid. be like, you are a nerd. You are a nerd. You are a nerd. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. Well, oh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Thanks Android. See you later. Um, I, I, okay. So oh. 
Yeah. I love the android. The strong words coming. I know. I did not like her behavior this episode. Really? Because I totally understood the, like, she wanted to do this so much. Yeah. But in the aspect of, like, we need to blend in, we need to, you know, become, uh, we need to assimilate, we need to, you know, uh, we might be stuck here for a long time. She is the wild card that's going to get them caught. And I think it was very um, unlogical of her to be like, I think we should do this. I can, even without my chip, I could play this well. I, I do agree. I think she was trying to prove something. I think she was definitely like, well, fine, it's broken, but I still want to play. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tari? I loved it. I know. Yeah. Um, she was so fun. I think it's because, I think for her, um, there's there's a general, like a, a curiosity about her. Mm-hmm. And... But also, there's a, a very high amount of pragmatism to her. And so she's not prone to hope. And so her, her trying to push them to live in this, in this society, in addition to one wanting to show off a little bit, um, was kind of uh, the most realistic outcome, pending them not finding, by happenstance, another blink drive. So, like, I felt like it was... Um, a mix of her own, uh, like, genuine hu- human curiosity, but also her kind of implementing the most likely scenario. I agree that it was the most likely scenario and that, that she should have, I think, been more clear with them. Like, there is not a chance that we will get home. Yeah. This is your life now. Right. Um, and I think that she did not push that enough. And then was like, but I also want to play. Which I think that's what bothered me about the android. I think, yeah, I think she really kind of like, I, I, I see what you mean. She like brushed it off. She's like, well, there's no chance of going back. Let's move right forward onto this part where we're going to hang out and I'm going to be a business lady or whatever right. it was. Like she was so down to just play that role and be in this world and play around. I loved the scene at the party when she's like, oh, the season finale. It was quite lovely. And she just recaps yeah. it and spoils it for all of them. They're like, comes out next week. Which... So I mean, I yeah. So yeah. I was literally like, "Girl, all you gotta say is, oh, I get press screeners, <laughs> right? I have the entire season available to me." I was gonna say she could have said like, "I work on that show." Yeah, and yeah. Then walked away. Right. They came from Portland, where you know Microsoft is, and also what is that? No, I'm thinking of Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you it, Portland, Maine. I am. I'm. Oh, dang. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm, sorry, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> um, get out of here. But but yes, like there are there are totally ways to justify that. Yeah, I loved her name, Rihanna. That she decided. That yeah, her name was, so is the most. Uh, that's the android's name we've been given. Yeah, I'm sad. Really? <laughs> well, because when she came into the um, station way back when she went to save Adrian in five, and her name was Anna, Anna the android. Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked that. I don't like Rihanna for well, her. You don't. You don't. I, I love Rihanna. Rihanna droid. Okay. Um, you done? It's a. But it's a. It's a alias. It's a fake name. It's yeah. not the name she's officially chosen for herself. I think. And also, I feel like she probably like found the real Rihanna and was like, "Yes, I want that. I'm gonna be that." 
Like, it's the only remarkable name among them. It's like, what, their names were like Mal and like Mitch. Mitch. They're super boring, like generic Bob, Frank names. No offense to and anyone with those Rihanna. names. I'm yeah. sorry. Those guys know. You've seen the list of baby common names. Like, you, you're, you're up on the list. You're high on the list. Rihanna, not as much. Um, so we also meet the Connors. Oh, yes. <laughs> Melozia confirms that's not her name. That's he not tweeted her name. that that was uh, her name. That's not her name. Uh, uh, that's not her. That's not her name. Uh, I really uh, like uh, that. Uh, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that was good. Wait, he tweeted that that was her name, which is why I took it to be her name. That was her name in 2017. For that moment. Oh, okay. In, in the 21st century, we don't know what year it was. Uh, uh, someone in the chat, I think it was Ivan Soto, said that it, it was confirmed by Melozzi. So Melozzi, yeah, you're Melozzi, here, you're there. Confirm. <laughs> Uh, 2017? It is 2017. Question mark? Yes. In Wisconsin, well, no one had a fidget spinner. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it could have been early 2017. Yeah, this is so like, while they weren't on the bikes, the kids were just dabbing the whole time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we also have this really great moment with two and three with the puppy. The dog, oh, um, and that dog is Taya. It is uh, Melissa's dog, okay. which you can see all over her Instagram. Mm. And she did like a, and I think it was all over her face. <laughs> yeah. She definitely did a, um, a Periscope. I think it was last season mm. where it was like her and her dog. <laughs> she was also answering fan questions, but mostly it was a dog. Right. Um, I like dogs. Yep. Dogs are, <laughs> dogs are pretty cute. Uh, uh, but that moment where they're talking and he says to her, it's not, you know, it's not all you, we're a team, we have your back. Yeah, I loved that moment. He said, um, gosh, I wrote it down, we carry each other. Yeah. And I just was like, yeah, bro, I'm right here with you. Like, my heart is full of this love that you're feeling and giving. I'm, yes! I Aww. made a moment, a note of a moment. So that, cause you, liked, you felt a moment. Well, Did you feel it? Or are you just acknowledging that it existed? I'm acknowledging that it existed. Because okay. I don't like when three has emotions. No. You don't like the feels. Especially not from three. Right. I mean, if anything, it felt like a like a backhanded uh, <laughs> like moment where he's really? like he's like, Hey, just so you know, you're not like really the captain. Like it's, <laughs> I did it's, catch it's that all, for a minute. Uh really everyone, so We all just decide where you know. we go. Yeah, I kind so, of just so you know. I kind of love that. I feel like that's the only way she listens is when she's challenged and she's like Oh, are you challenging me? Wait, no, you're just kind of telling me a, a fact, a true fact. <laughs> so we all make decisions this together. This just in, Andrew likes negging. Andrew <laughs> really likes negging. Neg me and I'm yours. Yeah, no, apparently. No, stop. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yes? Her face was really adorable when she asked for the dog. Oh, the dog's face? I, no. Oh. Melissa's, Melissa's face. Oh, that too. Like, I forgot in this show how, how rarely you see her smile. Because mm-hmm. um, she's yeah. very, being too boss, she has to be very stern and very, like, uh, practical. Uh, but seeing her smile in this episode, because, like, the only other time you get to see her smile is when she's being uh, Portia, and it's more of, like, a devious smile as opposed to, like, a genuine happiness. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see this character happy and, like, you know excited about something i had that same feeling with five right when we see her playing the video games which Mm -hmm. like felt like jodell just happy in her happy place yeah um and so i i agree i love seeing them just like happy happy i also think that um melissa as a soccer mom i've never seen a soccer mom and went oh 
Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but you did today? I did. With oh. The, the, I, the way her po- her ponytail, something about it. Something about uh-huh. that ponytail. I can't guys. explain Ooh. it. Something about that ponytail. Yeah. Mm, two boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was our story. We also, you know, we had the professor and the other blink drive. So we discover how the blink drive came to be, how it got there. Um, we also, in the end, get to find out how FTL was invented. Yeah. Which, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, like, I have so many, like, okay. Well, the, I think the best part, it's, it's his great-granddaughter. Yeah, it's not yeah. even just his granddaughter. No. So, like, he had to live long enough to continue to tell stories about the aliens. It had mm-hmm. to pass generations where his, like, son and his grandson were like, my grandpa's a crazy loon. And then the granddaughter was just like, no, he has, he's on to something. And, like, made something out of the it. The great-granddaughter. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, just add one more person in the chain of things that I was saying. Yep. And then it works. <laughs> yeah. I, well, also, I think it was to serve that, like, we, at this moment, it will take us a while to, to come up with FTL technology. Yeah. So having it be his great-granddaughter makes it so it's like, it's still generations away. Like, don't expect it. <laughs> don't uh, get excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing I really enjoyed, like, as a fan of time travel and the theories with all of these discussions of the paradox theories, like, well, it could be this or it could be this. And the fact that um, the Android said to the professor, like, Oh, you think that we're all going to cease to exist? Like, No, we're going to tear time. Like (laughs) you didn't even think about that one. Right. I love paradox theories. Me too. I, I also, since, since we've discussed faster than light or FTL travel. Yeah. Um, yeah, say time. I, I also like. Uh, I really like FTL. Um, but say it three times and say it all the time. I uh, I really like uh, beyond the idea of this paradox. This idea that they just kind of introduced in that there's a, a sense of fate. Mm. Yes, um, you that like that. I thought it was really interesting because it's they we were able to have our cake and eat it too, and yes. that time can be manipulated. But it can also have a predestiny to it. Um, did you not uh, enjoy that aspect of it? So I, I like when you have a time travel show uh, and somebody does something, and then later it's like, oh, well, I went back and did this, and that's how we got to this point. Yes. But I don't like when it kind of felt like at the end of the episode that everything that's going to happen now was already predetermined and predestined, and like. That it doesn't matter what they do. By now, do you mean from this point on? Or yeah. No, I disagree. I don't think that everything that they do... Well, I mean, technically, we've already gotten that in that the uh, when the android had her jump through time, it is right. already predestined. Which is... Right. I, I, it felt like when she traveled forward, it was these are things that could happen and we could avoid them, right? Or that we now see where we are, which we, like, saw when she was like, I've seen this moment, I can fix it. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, so um, I liked that, but now it feels like at this point, them and their battle with Rio and the, the companies and everything feels like it's the outcome is already determined. I mean, it depends on how you view time, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, if you... so. Like, depending on oh, may I? Because I feel like I, I I'm, I'm like I, I I feel like we're on the same page, and I really agree with what you're saying. Like if if this if dark matter is a book, 
we're in chapter we're in one of the like not last chapters there's more of the book written just because it's already written doesn't mean that like what is happening now won't be like won't affect that stuff like that's why we're we're here and why we care about them because everything affects everything but like yeah the book's already written it's a goddamn book <laughs> Um, I like that theory. That's, that's where I'm at with it. Like, yeah, I wrote down destiny in big letters and like uh, you circled it because I was just like, yeah, like there's a, such a sense of like this is not predetermined, but like they made like they were always gonna make these choices. This is who they are. Like all everything that happened to them to make them the numbers, the number crew of the Raza, like it, it brought them to this point and like will propel them forward into what I think is going to be like hopefully a very surprising to them as well as us like a uh, turn of events. Sorry. Um, Ken from Chicago hypothesizes hypothesizes is hypothesize um, <laughs> that dark matter is using river of time rules a la Star Trek where mm. major events are likely to happen and require major effort to change uh, even though small events might change. So like ultimately you can de- you can change the uh, minor direction but everything is still flowing in the same uh, mm. down towards the same path. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that more than what I thought it was. <laughs> um which is yeah. like scripted Matrix robots just going through their motions? Or? Kind of. The, like, it doesn't matter what they choose to do because they would end up where they were going to end up. Yeah. But then again, I totally agree with the, like, you know, with the Doctor Who logic of, like, there are fixed points in right. time that you can't change. Yeah. Um, I'm a big subscriber to the idea that everything that has happened and will happen has essentially all occurred. So it's all basically one giant tapestry of time. Mm-hmm. And so like even if you think even if you think you have free will, free free will, you the don't. Free wheel. Um, yeah, even if you have a free wheel, which is used to <laughs> sew this tapestry, mm-hmm. um, because you, it's one yeah, of those—it's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. one okay. of those spinning wheels. Right. Go on, yes. um, I, like the magicians. Right. Got yes. it. Um, oh, the, the, there is no such thing as okay. free will. There's the librarians. Only time. Yes, librarians. <laughs> Sorry, but, um, too many shows. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, I, I often use this logic when I'm telling people about other people, and I'm like, well. If you think about it, everyone you hate is technically already dead by these rules. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a great way to think, way to think of things. Um, any other thoughts in our time travel stories? I we love the stuff. time travel jokes that there were quite a few of. And oh. like the, we're not where, but when. And I loved when the kids did it and they were like, uh, it's not who, but what. I was like, well, then what? I don't know. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking it out loud for dramatic effect like i i really enjoyed at the way beginning when the android was like it's a matter of time and he's like that's not helpful she's like no it is and i was like they don't get it girl like you have we haven't you haven't said it yet spell it out babe yeah and then you can't make that joke yet make that joke in a minute yeah um i also (laughs) love the the insinuation of puns even though there were there were none we're like the first time uh she's like Blah blah blah. Matter of time, he's like, <laughs> good pun, and she's like, that's not what I was doing. Yeah. And then later, he's like, you came just in time. No pun intended. All right, right, right guys. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. time looked at the like camera what we're doing right and now. just kept winking. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and you could hear the director in the background being like, stop doing that. And he's like, no, this, this is gonna play really well on the show. <laughs> this is gonna be really good, you guys. Yeah, it was really cute. And it's silly. weird that they kept that in there, but you know. I don't know what show you were watching. Oh man, the I, director's I, cut. I love that for one hot second they're like, yeah, Terra Prime. It's like from the past, and we've never really heard of it. And none of us have a relationship. Oh yeah, Earth. 
We call it Earth. <laughs> like, they immediately dropped it. It, was like, it had grandiose, like, uh, you know, uh, a spectacle when they called it Terra Prime. And you're like, oh, that's cr- that's crazy. Remind like, me, uh, or correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we... Isn't uh, two, Rebecca, not Portia, not two, from Terra Prime? Um, yes, I believe that's where she was originally from. That's also where the Dwarf Star... I think Dwarf Star is... Um, now, do they say Terra Prime or do they say they Earth? They say Terra Prime. Okay, yeah. that's where I'm getting at, because I was like, why are you calling it Earth? Who's, who called it Earth right before this? 600 years ago, they called it Earth. That's fair. Did they, like, Google search that, though? Like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I where did she they pull know, this term I out? think they know that Terra Prime used to be called Earth. Right. Cool. It was like an Istanbul-Constantinople thing, yes. where they're like, yeah, that's, that's Istanbul. And they're like, that's not what it's called. Right, I think that's... Yeah. I think that's exactly what it was. Well, yeah. Well, because I imagine, especially since a lot of the territories are now essentially categorized by numbers, mm-hmm. uh, you have, I, I don't even remember the ones from, like, last episode, <laughs> um, but the ones with, like, for example, the one with the prostitution uh, thingy. You really like that place. Uh Who doesn't? Who doesn't love a whole territory full of Sixta, the galaxy. Um, but yeah, so Regulus, uh, Regulus Six, I think it was. Seven. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> does I'm sure it actually does, and I'm sure that we are going to at the end of the season go. Crap! We should have written down all these places because right. they're relevant, which is the problem we had last season when they introduced corporations. And I went, and a corporation did a thing, and now we have to remember them. Yeah. Um. I want to take a moment, if I may. May you, I? You may. Thank no. you. Crap. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry I don't care. I'm oh. too. This is my show. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, we all do this show together. <laughs> all the decisions are made together. Sometimes I feel like this show is, like, written already. <laughs> I, like, nothing I do makes any difference. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to everyone who is live in the chat with us. We have um, a very lively chat, I imagine. Um, because we always do. But thank you all for being here. Thank you to everyone who subscribes on iTunes um, and YouTube and SoundCloud. That's the other one. Thank you. Uh, we do this show because we love it. We love time travel. It's we true. love uh, corporations. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We like corporate, you speak for corporate all of us. wars. I do. Um, we really love this show so, so much. So thank you for joining us. We ask you to do a very simple thing. Go to iTunes, subscribe. That way you don't miss a single episode. But also, and this part's important, rate and review. If you like us, you can give us five stars. And if you don't like us, you can give us four stars. The other stars, they do, do not, not work. work. That's right. The other stars are still broken. Right, You're sorry. welcome. Uh, <laughs> so please rate and review. We have no new reviews. And I'd like to remind everyone that when we do have new reviews, Tari reads them in his sexy voice. The sexiest voice you've ever heard. I do. Ooh. However... You guys have been slacking. I don't see no new reviews. You don't get my sexy voice. Oh, God. You get this voice oh, no. telling you to like and subscribe. Oh. Hey, that's just, terrible. Let's not do that again. You just all of everyone's boners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. All you gotta do is leave us comments and then I'll give you the sexy voice. Ooh. Ooh. So leave comments, please. Yes. Um, I us. also <laughs> want to thank our wonderful sponsor, uh, A&E, right? Yes, which stands for Arts and Entertainment. A&E, uh, you guys, let's talk about A&E. Let's talk about specifically Leah Ramini's Scientology in the Aftermath. Now, this is going to be a really rad show, you guys. Uh, 
This is an Emmy-nominated, groundbreaking docu-series starring Leah Ramini, who you may remember from The King of Queens, super funny and rad, but also a very interesting person. Uh, she's got this story in- entitled Scientology in the Aftermath. It run uh, returns excuse me, for two seasons on August 15th, so that's coming right up. Ten all-new episodes uh, about uh, the aftermath of Leah Ramini, along with high-level former Scientology executives and church members as they delve deep into these shocking stories of abuse, heartbreak, and harassment experienced by those who have left the church and spoke publicly about their experiences this is pretty rad pretty intense stuff you guys uh if you're interested in this very real very on like honest and 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 rad story i I keep calling it rad because it's it's really it's 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 pretty it's pretty crazy how how much uh ramini goes through and and reveals in this thing uh she helps the people take action turning survivors into fighters revealing truths seeking justice catch it right now uh or actually not yet no yes it is past the 26th, so you can catch it now. Uh, go on to A&E.com, go on the A&E app, check it out on On Demand, and uh, yeah, talk about it, because it's a great show. You guys are going to learn something, you're going to get educated, and you're going to be entertained. Check it out right now, guys. A&E, Leah Ramini, Scientology and the Aftermath. Thank you. I've actually nice. seen this show. I've watched a few episodes, um, but I had to. I don't like to be scared, and it it's actually and it's terrifying. Yes. Some of the stories that they're revealing, and yeah. the evidence that they have, the videos and the the paper trails, and, and how little it seems to matter to 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 like a lot of what they. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the whole thing is incredible. Yeah. So check it out on A and E. Yeah. Thank you. Get in there, you guys. Uh, let's take it back to the feels, because you like the feels. Oh, these feels. Uh, before we talk about the feels, can I briefly touch upon the professor? Because I don't think oh, you want to talk about the professor. I Abs- feel like you have very little thoughts on him. And he, I, I he existed. Go yeah, on. He existed. So he he's played by Sean Cullen, who I'm a big fan of. He's a comedian, a Canadian comedian who you guys may you guys may know from Corky and the Juice Pigs. Probably not. Uh, he did silly songs and stuff like that. He's very very funny. He wrote some books that I'm also a very big fan of. Uh, so actually, knowing that he was playing this role going into it, I was like really jazzed and excited for like him to be crazy or something like. The the caveat would be like, oh, we found the blink drive, but he, this guy's gone and mad, and the time travel made him crazy because he's a very big comedic actor, and he was so subdued in this role that I was like, what's happening to Sean Cullen? I was <laughs> I was like scared. I was waiting for a turn for him to go evil or something like that because this character was so such a departure from my expectation. I don't know if anyone else watching it was a big fan of Sean Cullen, but it was a very like. Oh, left. We took a left turn. That's like you, you you cast Jim Carrey, but then you gave him nothing funny. You just made him the the cable guy, but without jokes. You know what's really funny about that is that I actually really liked his performance. I thought he was wonderful. I don't. I do not know his work at all. Yeah. And um, I think I think there was at one point that I thought he was going to be a little sillier, like when yeah. they were captured and. He was like, well, I gotta go further back. I was like, oh, this yeah. is going goofy. That would so fun, though. But it didn't, yeah. and I think it worked better this way. I think it would have been in such a silly episode where they are trying to fit into 2000-whenever. Yeah. Um, I think that it would have been too silly. I was hoping at that point, where, where you're saying that it would have gone crazy, I would have liked it to actually go crazy, and here's what here's my proposal. Go Joe on. Malozzi, hear me <laughs> out. So, this is what I'm thinking. So, he goes... Let me rewrite an episode that already this aired. Episode that already aired. Uh, it will air it next season. So, so... <laughs> But they get trapped further back in the past. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought he was going to go 600 years in the past, right? It was basically like Wild West maybe or something at that point. So then they go to the Wild West. They're chasing him through time. This is a time chase, you guys. And 
then he jumps back even further. He's like, I gotta escape. He goes to 14th century France. They meet him in 14th century France. They're throwing trebuchets. They, like, sticks is a knight. It's super cool. And then uh, he's like, girl, I gotta keep going. He goes to caveman times. They're riding dinosaurs. Guys, do you not want to see the Raza crew riding dinosaurs? Damn, bro. Tweet it. Renew Dark Matter. Hashtag riding dinosaurs. What here's... kind of budget do you think this show has? <laughs> I'm sorry. So do you not want to see it either? Here's my issue with riding dinosaurs. <laughs> okay. We saw it in Doctor Who. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yes. You saw the crew of the Raza riding no, we dinosaurs? Saw... Oh, well then. Yeah. I mean, you're yes. not, you didn't see what I'm asking for. Also, so... uh, you can't ride a dinosaur. The... It's, it's impossible. Well, you have to like the you doctor have to did bond it. With they will them. eat you. you the doctor did it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, yes. Joseph Malozzi says that uh, Sean Cullen, Sean Cullen, is a huge sci-fi fan. Yes. Um, also, <laughs> Nerd. Um, just to throw my my thoughts into here, um, uh, as crazy time chase would have been fun, but like I do so him <laughs> him being a comedian r- reminds me of how. Uh, like Breaking Bad would put comedians in the, in this really serious show, and they would essentially they find ways to show their personality through like subdued acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like even though he wasn't just like prat falling all over the place, he showed really interesting ways of being really quirky. Like there's yes. this moment when they were when he was eating and at he's the eating table, and he, puts and he it like back? puts yeah, he yes. like takes a bite and he hates it. Um, <laughs> oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. Was great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, even and and I felt like he gave a really like genuine performance when he's talking about losing everyone that he worked with. Yeah. And then like there's that moment when uh, I forget. I think two says something. Basically, she says something to the effect of you, uh, effect of you fail and you're useless. You succeed and you're a liability. And he like there's that moment where it, where it hits him. And I thought that was really well done. Like I find I find that actors are the best dramatic. Uh, actors as well. What did I say? I find that comedians are the best dramatic go. actors. Yes. Um, yeah, I listen to myself. Don't worry about it, guys. Um, no, I agree. I think I think his performance was really great. Um, I would like to see him come back Me somehow. Too. Me too. Um, I know I seem like I don't care about him. <laughs> it's okay. I'm tired. He, he did, <laughs> there were no shirtless scenes, so I get it. Yeah, that's really the only way I notice people. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's like a beacon. Bringing <laughs> yell in. Really? really yeah. Um, yes? <laughs> Justin Velozzi says trebuchets dinosaurs we're gonna need more uh, <laughs> we need a little more money next season alright you guys let's start the kickstarter <laughs> Dark Matter season 3 four. Uh, season 4 sorry season 4 Dark Matter season 4 and 5 we're gonna just start it now okay just start the campaign um, kickstart it back to the professor okay I yes I I enjoyed him I want to see him again <laughs> I like that we got backstory and explanation I really do yes. appreciate that yeah um and I wonder, I like wonder though why that's where he chose to go. And I would have liked more of an explanation than yeah, just, like a I just went 600 years back. I was like, yeah, but to Wisconsin. And like, one of the first <laughs> things that they say when they go back, they're like, I bet he doesn't even have flushable toilets. So I was like, honestly thinking at that point, like maybe that's what he was saying is like, all right, where do I go? Where do they have computers, flushable toilets, but not like too, like too <laughs> yeah. bad. I guess 2017. Yeah. And Wisconsin? none of the kids had their cell phones. Uh, it, it, well, the one kid who took the picture of the right, ship right, right. had his phone. Yeah, but like when their families were all at parties together, yeah. none of them were getting texts from their parents being like, you should be here. Yeah. I, it was just surprising. Wait, weren't right. they, like, wasn't that, like, wasn't she playing video games in the same house, but like in a different room? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was there. Yeah. So like the parent, 
I just remember when I was that age, and my parents would be like, there are other kids here. Go play with them. Yeah. Yeah. Not go ride your bike with your cousins. <laughs> cousins. Yeah. Right. Uh, We're cousins. Yes, I Ew. love that joke. I really, really appreciated great. that whole moment because, yes. like, that's such a thing. A and she was mm-hmm. like, like, you never know. That's my cousin. And then I really wanted someone to be like, well, Lannisters. <laughs> It's like, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Is Game of Thrones right now? <laughs> it's <laughs> on hiatus what, right what year now. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you guys are just in the beginning of season one. Yeah. You don't really get it yet. Wait, you get it from episode yeah, one. It's in yeah, the but, first you, episode. but you don't get the feelings behind it. <laughs> okay. You don't get context for it. Because <laughs> that's what you need. Yep. All right. Context. Um, uh, let's talk about three and Sarah's moments, if you want to talk about feels. Oh, man. Where she's like, you can go and start a life. The, yeah. One of the first things she says is, uh, you can start something with someone real, uh, which I thought was, like, very telling. She doesn't consider herself real. So, I think that, I mean, and honestly, this just feeds into my fear, that she is going to try to possess someone, that she's going to try to, like, make a body, or, you know what I mean, like, take over the android, because she doesn't count as a real someone, or, or whatever. Or take over Ruby Rose's body. I mean... I would support that so much. We all support that. Bring back <laughs> Ruby Rose and let Sarah jump in. Yeah, um, Sarah in yeah. Ruby Rose. Uh-huh. And then let three jump yeah, in. There Sarah Ruby Rose. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yep. nice. thank you. The yeah. character's name was Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy. I, that I remember. Um, <laughs> the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have fears of her, like, tr- trying to, to, like, I guess, force herself out Mm -hmm. but like i do i I do like that she was actually trying to like white fang him and being like yo you should go live your life uh i'm i'm just a i'm just a program don't 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 worry about me i love that she tried to white fang him after last season he tried to white fang five (laughs) i want so now somebody has to white fang her it just has to keep going (laughs) Yeah. yeah Um, the, I don't fear, I think that it makes sense that she'd try to, like, take over Android's body, because she does want more, she has said multiple times that she needs more. Um, I could see her trying to build more, and that accidentally messing with the ship and screwing them all over or something. Right. Mm -hmm. I could see that happening. You think her, you think her, like, inevitable trails is unintentional? Uh, I mean, as much as I don't trust this consciousness in the machine, um, I think that it's more likely that we'll get an unintentional than an actual evil long game. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I don't think it's going to be inherently evil because, like, evil is to say that she's like, I'm going to hurt people on purpose. But no, she's just like, I just want a life. I just want to love. I just want to be alive. And, like, in doing so, she's going to hurt people unintentionally. But I Mm. think that there is a chance that she's stuck there for so long. And she said, you know, she feels the time. Yeah, she's like an That she might become evil. Yeah. Um, It could happen. I'm just looking forward to her musical number (laughs) where she's like, I want to be where the people are. Yeah. I want to see, want to see them dancing. dancing. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we got was bodies. The other thing that we got was Rio gets a phone call from Neiman with Porsche and Boone. Mm-hmm. They're going to team up. I have problems. Oh, yes. My you problem. Yes. Problem? I have problems. What's your problem? My problem. <laughs> I got nine nine problems. <laughs> yes. But Boone ain't one. Um, no. Uh, my issue is that uh, the main adversary of the Ishida uh, government, or not government, but like the Ishida uh, empire is 
uh, is Neiman. He's he's basically like the main antagonist of the main other side of this war. That's why they blew up the station was to cripple um, the F starting company Ferris corporation Corp. Ferris, Ferris Corps. They wanted to cripple Ferris Corps, so, like, why would they team up? I get that, like, their now common enemy is uh, the Raza. Yeah. Uh, but... This could easily be the double betrayal. This could vary. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> double tr- deception. Double de- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You have I, the list. Yeah. I'm not on that page, though. I'm on, I'm on this <laughs> week's page. Uh, I very... I... I so don't trust uh, evil. Like, there is, they're essentially the evil versions. They're, the only thing they're missing is a mustache, right? Like, they are super evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill all of these people. <laughs> like, they're just, yeah, they're just wildly evil. Like, and they enjoy it. They're like, it's like a sexy game to them. They're like, I'm going to space all these people. Space them, babe. Like, they're just <laughs> too into it. And... <laughs> So I just I just feel like this it's and it's 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 really funny. It's really interesting because there's like a, a like a it's almost a trope that you see in things to have this like sexual energy to the villain. And there's like a sexual energy to the the Portia and Boone. Well, cuz Portia and Boone are doing boning. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it, no, and I get it. Like that's the justification, but what I'm getting at is like the evil people are, are fucking. Like the evil people are like are all sexy and hot and like, oh man, are they so gonna are I, they gonna swerve you over here I with their think, sexiness? I actually was thinking that um, two and three may also be, especially when After they the like dog scene. <laughs> okay, they bonded over dogs. That could happen. Um, all right, the other thing that happens is Victor calls, which takes us into oh, where we need to go. Hold on, all right. You hold on. know we don't oh, need I to go have, there. I just have corrections. Um, <laughs> Mosey was is, is saying it against me or him? No, it's it's for me. Oh okay. yes, sweet. Um, this never happened. <laughs> so Zyron's enemy is Pier, uh, that is backed by an unnamed corporation. Uh, the setting of the war, uh, uh, setting off the war by destroying EO Seven, causes the corporation to pull its support, thereby weakening Pier. Uh, Ferris Corps is not directly aligned against Zyron, so right. my issues are not valid. I am wrong. <laughs> Wow, it's so good valid. to hear that. Uh, I'm a big person. I can admit when I'm I wrong. know, I'm really proud. You're not that big. Well, let's... <laughs> you're, like, you're like very okay. normal size. <laughs> let's head into predictions! <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. And now, you're okay. after Buzz TV. So, Victor calls the android for help. Whoever created the upgrade left us a message. The androids, people, need help. Um, and then we have a Sarah and three scene um we have less than a minute Whoa. predict uh <laughs> i think that the uh this is the beginning of the uh what is it called the android liberation front yep um oh. so we're getting that uh i think that uh the this is the beginning of the android get in take getting taken that we had seen mm. um with in that flash forward yep that's my prediction okay love it we got a beautiful episode full of things like we carry each other, so the team's gonna get split up. We're gonna have to deal with each other, n- not with these wonderful connections we've started to make. We're gonna have to like uh, be alone and sad. That's what's gonna happen next. Wow, those are really great predictions, guys. Uh, thanks. Manolzi says it's yep. gonna be our feeliest episode ever. No, <laughs> because everyone's gonna be alone and struggling. No, no feels. Ugh. Yep. Oh, it's okay. I, I hate feeling. Yeah. You can <laughs> buy a heart it. off the black market for pretty cheap. Okay. It's true. 
Um, thank you all so much for joining us. Before we let you go, um, I want to remind you that the Anders Live shirts are available at redbubble.com slash people slash OTTs. That's O-T-T-E-E-S. Um, they will only be available until Anders is no longer living. So hopefully he lives forever and you can keep getting the shirts. Also, um, I entered this contest. You don't have to watch the video. I tweeted a link. Please vote for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but Great. until next week, Tari, where can people keep up with you? You can find me at Tari J, T E R I J A Y. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on my brand new podcast, Missing Out. It's me and the Lex Michael. You've seen us on other shows here on AfterBuzz TV. It's a retrospective on media that we've grown up with that we're introducing to one another. So make sure you check it out. That's Missing Out on iTunes. I'm Andrew Mena. You can find me on Instagram at the Andrew Mena and on Twitter at uh, just Andrew Mena. If you like D and D podcasts, check out my podcast uh, at Dungeon Hole. Uh, it is a D and D podcast. Check it out. And I'm Yel Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yel Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And every Sunday here for the ABTV Sci-Fi Summer Slate, we had Winona Earp, now Dark Matter, and coming up next we have Killjoys with Aaron Ashmore. Stick around. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.